Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report dated June 11, 2021. I'm Phil Adler. We're looking at inflation today, a current key concern among investors, and our focus is the relationship between actual inflation and inflation expectations. In short, have recent data raised expectations of future inflation in a way that may impact investment strategy? I'm speaking with Confluence Investment Management staff economist Thomas Wash. Thomas, it's kind of a difficult question. The April CPI sounded some inflation alarms when the main index rose 4.2% year over year, and the personal consumption expenditures index rose 3.6%. Have inflation expectations changed as a result of this report? Good morning, Phil, and thank you for having me. To answer your question, yes. I do think inflation expectations may have been influenced by these reports. The surge in the CPI index received a lot of media coverage, and I think that this may have played a part. That said, I also believe that the rise in gas prices may have also played a contributing factor. If you think about it, gas is the only good that has its price plastered on billboards. As a result, changes in those prices are very noticeable to consumers because it's something that's included in almost everyone's monthly budget. Therefore, it isn't hard for people to assume that a rise in prices in gas could also lead to a rise in prices in other goods within their budget. Explain the power of inflation expectations, how expectations may actually work to boost actual inflation. Well, in theory, when consumers don't trust prices to remain stable in the future, they begin to buy their goods in bulk. Now, this bulk buying makes it harder for suppliers to maintain inventory, therefore leading them to raise their prices. As these goods become more unaffordable, workers start to demand higher wages to compensate for the rise in the cost of living. Now, this rise in wages allows these workers to stock up more on goods, therefore restarting this cycle all over again. This phenomenon is referred to as the wage price cycle. And the markets had an immediate response when the April CPI report was released. How would you characterize market behavior since then? Well, I think that their response may have been a bit of an overreaction. Much of the rise in prices came from durable goods, which are unlikely to be sustained over a long period of time. For example, used cars rose 10% in the month of April. If this were to continue indefinitely, it would mean that a car would pretty much double in price in less than a year. That is unlikely. Additionally, the rise in the price level can be attributed to prices just returning to their pre-pandemic levels, meaning that these goods were artificially low to start with, and their rise shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. So would you say that the investment jury is still out on whether current inflation expectations will metastasize into the actual thing? Historically, inflation expectations have coincided with actual realized inflation, and this is true for the month of April as well. Now, if actual inflation slows in the next several months, is it a given that inflation expectations will diminish as well? I like to say nothing in life is a given, but I'm pretty confident that inflation expectations will begin to fall when actual inflation falls. 
Well, right now, it may appear to anyone reading or hearing the news headlines that inflation is not slowing. I read about skyrocketing housing prices, lumber prices, food prices, computer hacks that are causing shortages in products and disrupting the supply chain, rising wages, labor shortages, the possibility of more tariffs, other events that might signal a retreat from globalization and and so-called free trade. It can seem that future inflation is unavoidable. Now, am I rushing to a conclusion that is incorrect? Although fears of future inflations are legitimate, especially if the U.S. continues down the path of deglobalization, this recent rise in the price of goods have mostly been due to supply chain issues that will likely work themselves out over time. We're already seeing the lumber price futures have already shown signs of easing. And while food prices were in danger of being impacted by the hack on JPS, they haven't been so far. Well, you mentioned lumber, you mentioned food. Are there other factors that could suggest that the current high readings on inflation are in fact transitory? The rise in oil appears to be the best example of something that is likely to be transitory. Over the last two months, Fuel prices have risen 20% and 37% respectively. Although the slowdown in production has likely boosted prices for oil, much of the rise is due to prices normalizing following their severe drop in 2020. Like uh, at one point, Brent oil fell to $10 a barrel. Now prices have returned to their pre-pandemic level of about $70 a barrel. Thomas, you cite in your report that the high level of personal savings may help keep actual inflation in check. It's a subject we touched on in earlier reports when we talked about income disparity in the U.S., which is huge. The top 10% of wage earners hold most of the savings, and this segment of our population may have more or less run out of things to buy and, and are using assets instead for investment purposes. This phenomenon might fuel stock rallies, but not product inflation. Do you see this changing anytime soon? It is unlikely that this income disparity will reverse over time without significant government intervention. Thomas, explain the history of the relationship between inflation expectations and actual inflation and and what this might reveal to us about the current environment. Historically, inflation expectation and realized inflation have moved together. But over the past few years, expectation has consistently overshot actual inflation. We look to the Federal Reserve for clues about economic direction. How has the Fed reacted to inflation data? Yes, the Federal Reserve has been paying attention to inflation, but it hasn't committed to raising rates. Right now, it appears that the Fed would like the labor market to show some solid signs of tightness before moving forward with any changes to Fed policy. Would you say recent Fed comments seem to reflect a slightly higher level of worry about the possibility of long-term inflation? There are fears from the Fed as inflation has risen higher than a lot of them expected. If there is a worry about the possibility of long-term inflation, I'm not sure that this view is universally shared amongst members. What's your current inflation expectation? Well, I predict that inflation will remain relatively elevated over the next few months. That said, I could see some disinflation within 2022 and 2023. At what point would you become more concerned about the possibility of spiraling inflation? If the prices for materials remain elevated going into 2022, I will start to be more concerned about long-term inflation.
and how are inflation expectations built into the confluence asset allocation model portfolio recommendations? We expect inflation to be relatively elevated over the next few months, like I said, but we still predict that there will be some level of disinflation going into 2023. This will likely be bullish for growth, which is why we have a tilt in many of our portfolios toward equities. Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler. 